Myanmar. you're calling from a you're calling from Myanmar and there's a uh what's what's the capital um there's the a blackout yeah they shut down the, they shut down everything down i'm on satellite internet we're running this on a satellite running oh. this on satellite internet. holy cow is that really the capital naipidao naipidao yeah, yeah yeah something like that i always forget it because it isn't yangon just say you're calling from an un an undisclosed city in Myanmar, where there's the, a no one that you know that capital city is like it all that's there is the capital and like an eight lane highway and no cars, nothing. It's they built this giant capital in the middle of nowhere. That's it's the funny. most bizarre thing, <sighs> and then and, and then the whole the military coup was so strange because they just rolled in, you know, they rolled in on these tanks <laughs> down that city. <laughs> right, right, down, right. So there's not like there was any pe there was no people there to like protest it. Um, so bizarre. How does the Mission Impossible theme go? Is it dun 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 dun? Okay, okay, that's it. Okay, okay. I got it. Uh, that was like a change. special needs intro there. <laughs> I feel like a special needs intro. I think we're ready to go. Okay. In five, four, three, two. Your mission, the hate captain gang, should you choose to accept it, is to explore deeply into the annals of but don't worry. Actually, you should worry. Because if you go too far deep into the annals of the eight, it will explode and self-destruct. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome of the hate napkin, where uh, we basically take all things hateful and put them on an imaginary hate napkin and then throw it against the wall and having and disgorged ourselves. Of all of these things, can go about our week. I am your co-host Eric, coming to you from uh, Columbia, South Carolina, and I am joined by the ever intrepid Agent Carla, coming to us from deep inside the Burton Corn, Alabama. Deep inside the tunnels of thought, underground tunnels of thought of Burton Corn, Alabama. He does have most the most amazing set of pearly whites, new pearly whites that she wants to show off to us all and she wants me to assure everybody that she's not the drunk one this week she's just getting used to her new teeth and uh we're also joined by sound engineer uh polly from bali who's coming to us from a very special place other than the annals hey i guess it's so special he can't tell us what it is <laughs> are you in an undisclosed location i'm in my mom's basement <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not. Where true. are you guys? Uh, <laughs> okay, so he can't. Uh, apparently, you know what? Because he might be being surveilled. So, Polly uh, from Bali today is coming to us from uh, an undisclosed Kwanzaa hut just outside the uh, capital city of uh, und undisclosed Myanmar. Oh wait, I just disclosed it. <laughs> Sorry. So if, uh, if if the Myanmar secret police have purchased Pegasus from Israel, you're, you're, you'll be dead within minutes. So by the way, if you got something you hate, bring it on. Send it to info at thehatenapkin.com. 
info at the hate napkin.com but you can, al you can also leave a voicemail on anchor fm at the hate napkin oh so go to anchor fm look up uh, the hate napkin and send us a voicemail because yeah. sometimes it's e it, sometimes it's just easier to speak your hate than to type it That's all right I'm, I'm gonna get started here um everybody knows he, uh, that i have a bit of a chronic problem so i figured the only way to take hold on which one hold on so i figured the only way to get rid or deal with this chronic problem is just to put it out there for the entire world and then i can just hold myself accountable for it. it's on the napkin so here's the thing i hate this the most talk show hosts who interrupt Well, I'm going to have to take that out of my dispenser then, because you just took it. Talk show host. See how I did you see there how I let you, Carla, complete a sentence? <laughs> That's one. That's two. So yes. Um, by the way, it's kind of challenging to take the uh, the front man on any sort of a talk show or podcast. It takes a while getting used to. But actually, my daughter and I were in Best Buy the other day looking for a computer for her. And we had a really nice associate who was helping us. And finally, my daughter turned to me and said, Dad, stop damn interrupting her. <laughs> so that was the intervention I needed. I know it anyways. I interrupt. I, so, still, wait, I'm surprised. There's still Best Buy around? I don't mean to yeah. interrupt. but It's not like Blockbuster Video. Is it just for people with bad credit? Like why? Why is no, 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 no. It's it's for people who have an inordinate amount of uh, khaki pants and blue shirts in their wardrobe. <laughs> it's actually just an empty box now, but people just walk around pretending they work there. So there's no more Radio Shack, right? I'm just trying to get caught. No, up here. no. Okay. But what I do, but what I do enjoy doing sometimes is going to Target and wearing khaki shirts and a red, uh, khaki pants and a red shirt, <laughs> and just people coming up to me going like, uh, "Where's the manscaping go?" <laughs> and I'll be like, "Okay, go down to tampons right there in the middle and just just stand right in the middle of the tampons section for five minutes, and Jorge will be over with them shortly." Wait, people go to the hairiest man in the store and ask for the manscaping section? Well, maybe it's a hint. They're like, where's the soap and scented candles as well? <laughs> See, I didn't interrupt. I did not interrupt. I'm just, So far, we've made it. <laughs> I think one of the great things about my new efforts to not interrupt is that uh, Carla could hardly speak and Polly doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got a whole bunch of other things for the uh, napkin of hate today, but I'll let others go first in my spirit of non-interrupting. I have one. Bad house guests. Ooh. I didn't want you here in the first place, and I'll gladly pay for you to stay at a hotel. I think what's funny is when somebody asks to be a house guest and you're like, you feel like that kind of 
human compulsion to say yes, but you're like, no, I fucking like to walk around in my boxes with my wang hanging out in the morning. <laughs> and this is going to get in the way of that. I I know your wife cheated on you and killed all his three children. The police are searching for you as a, as a suspect in a crime. And I know you're a really good person who like volunteers for, you know, the United Way and, uh, and whatever, the Arbor Day Foundation. But I just, I don't want you drinking out of the milk bottle, man. <laughs> I don't care if you're Mahatma Gandhi, no. I don't even like roommates, let alone house guests. Well, Gandhi always steals your slippers too. <laughs> and your salt. <laughs> I know you have, you have a lot of Vestal Virgin daughters in your household, but pro I promise you I can lay in bed with them and not have sex. <laughs> so yeah, I totally get why you don't like bad house guests. <laughs> Uh, that was a, that was our first Gandhi joke ever, I think. I was gonna make a Macaulay Culkin house guest joke, but I decided <laughs> decided that would have been a good a hard pass. Wait, no, wait, is that is that Macaulay is that Macaulay Culkin from the Home Alone a, a character or Macaulay Culkin the failed adult actor? <laughs> I was just 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 thinking about the Neverland Ranch. <laughs> that would be a bad mansion host <laughs> yeah do you know what do you know uh what time he visited the never ranch it was oh pl when, please it was, i don't uh, have a feeling we're, we're waiting we're sitting on a bob saget line <laughs> it was uh it was when the big hand touched the little hands yeah of course he, all right a public service announcement about bad house guests just don't stay for more than two days like i don't you don't really have to stay at someone's place for more than two days well there's an old saying that uh house guests are like fish on the third day they begin to stink you have something for the eight napkin uh i'm really exhausted and tired with everything going to the gig economy it's like if you want a therapist, go to uh, Better For You or something. If you want to, and everything's just being put out to the lowest bidder. Uber driver, and let me just tell you, I live in the most penurious, tight-wadded city on earth. Every city that I've ever lived in, Chicago, D.C., Minneapolis, been to New York a zillion times, Philadelphia, everybody tips their cabbies. In this town, in this state, less than 10% of passengers tip their cabbies. I mean, it just drives me bonkers. And here's another, here's an example of uh, rideshare driver abuse. And this is, yeah, this is why the gig economy doesn't work because people take advantage of it. Uh, last night, I go pick up a passenger. It's my worst, my worst nightmare fare. I hate it. We're going to Burger King and coming back. Which the second I realize where the destination is, I say, hey, is the order already placed and ready? And if they say no, I drive them right back home. And go, I'm not waiting in line for 25 minutes because this is not a cab and there's no meter and you can give me a negative rating, but don't ever do this to an Uber driver again. Well, she assured me that the order was already ready on the app, so it said. And I said, okay, well, I'm pretty sure that this Burger King, because I know it, closes at 10 and it's 1030. 
And she goes, no, look at the app. And I'm like, I'm telling you they're closed. But I don't know why. I just normally, I, I betrayed my own policy. And every time that ever happens, I pay for it. Driver to the Burger King. Sure enough, the lights are out. I said, well, I told you so. We pull up to the drive through window. And there are like four people mopping and laughing. And she gets out of the car, knocks on the window. Because I'm not even going to pull up to the window. I'm just like sitting there going, I knew it. By the way, it's like 20 degrees outside. And this idiot passenger of mine is wearing pants and a short sleeve shirt. And that's it. Because she walked out of her house thinking that she wouldn't need it at all. Hey, Betsy. Um, so she knocks on the drive through window. One of the moppers comes over, opens it. She goes, I'm here to pick up my order. They're like, we're closed. And she's like, here's the app. And she shows it. And they're like, oh, shit, man, we got to turn on the you know, fryer. So like, you know, they were cleaning up for the night. But these idiots didn't bother to check that there was an order that had come through. And, and she's like, she actually did a nice thing. She said, it's okay. I'll just wait here and call another Uber. Well, it's 20 degrees out. And it's a woman. And she's standing in a t-shirt. And they're not going to open the doors for her. And it's probably going to take, this is kind of a, this is a, this is not a bird. This is a rural bird. It's going to take a while for any Uber to get here anyways. And I'm like, I so want to just dump her and let her freeze to death. But like that last corner of my heart that had any humanity and it said, it's fine. I'll wait. Just ask him how long it's going to take. And the lady goes, 10 minutes. And I'm like, that is such bullshit. <laughs> it is not going to take 10 minutes. 25 minutes later. Now, mind you, I'm not getting paid for this wait at all. Uber is like destination to destination, however long it takes. That's what you get paid. I'm sitting there and I'm starting to go crazy. Like, lady, I think you need to call another Uber and I don't care if you freeze to death. Um, but sure enough, a couple of cooks show up in the stand and I'm like, well, maybe there's hope. Anyways, eventually all the, she ordered like $75 worth of Whoppers and whatever fries and salads. And he's probably ordered the king himself in a bag, a body bag. Loads up the back seat with food. Um, and then goes back and, and she like starts checking all the bags <laughs> to make sure all of the food is there. And I'm just like, no. No, absolutely no. And she goes back to the window and pounds and goes, where are the forks? And I'm thinking, God damn it, you stupid bitch. Are you meaning to tell me at your house, when you come back with all this food, you don't have forks? She didn't want to have to clean a fork. That's, that actually belongs on the hate napkin. People who use plastic utensils because they don't want to clean real ones. That, that was, I'm at that. <laughs> this is a sub hate. <laughs> plastic utensils in the house. No, don't use them. It's a, it's a total waste of carbon atoms. You know, if you've got real silverware, use it and then clean it. Okay, where was it? Oh, so we're heading back to the house. I am in a mood. I don't want to talk. She could just, you could, it pervades the entire automobile. I mean, this woman knows that I'm likely to just drop her off on the shoulder of the interstate <laughs> and take all of her food. <laughs> so she says, Would you like a piece of chocolate cake <laughs> as a tip? 
I no. see this. And I want actual fucking money. And I, and I, and out of the corner of my right eye, I see push forward a black wedge, a, a tiny black wedge. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> not, not, that's not, that's not what you think. <laughs> it's a plastic tiny black wedge. Uh, or cardboard or whatever. And I'm driving, so I just take it. I just, I throw it on the, I throw it on the passenger seat up front. And I say, you know, lady, if I worked for chocolate cakes, I'd be making two chocolate cakes an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Polly, I agree with you. I hate the gig economy. <laughs> well, and the co and the companies don't have to pay employees. They don't have to pay salaries. They don't have to pay benefits. They don't even have to provide not that. It's not only that. Technically, on my tax statement for Uber, I'm not an employee. They go out of their way to make sure that you know you aren't an employee. You're just right. a, you're just a cipher ass being who pays five thousand dollars a year in his own gas money plus all the other auto expenses. So that they, and by the way, what service do they provide other than just funneling cash? All they provide is a shitty GPS system, like half as you know, twice as bad as anyone out there instead of just like you know uh, leasing google oh my god this is why we do this show folks i feel so urged excuse me excuse me while i go shit a hershey's chocolate pie <laughs> i think it really went to do that <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got one of those orange chairs. <laughs> Just to the side for moments of emergent need. So oh. in, in the within the gig economy in the teaching where, world, I went to this site uh Preply and um I was thinking of signing up for it. So I was like creating a profile and then I looked to see and there are people offering teaching with master's degrees, <laughs> like PhDs, and they're pricing their wow. classes at like $5 an hour, and ten, I guess, to try to build a customer base. But I'm like, <sighs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, like, you should be pricing 50 an hour. What do you, and what do you, and look what you're doing to everyone. Here's another example. So, um, I used to be a, trans, a transcript editor for CNN and NPR. I mean, I was like at the top of the, at the top of the ladder in transcript editing. It, it's an important job in journalism. Um, but today, I could I could I could take a one hundred uh, a one hundred minute document MP four or MP three um, audio, send it to a transcript providing service. And they'll turn it around for like eight bucks. I mean, but it turns out to be like, a, I don't know, whatever, like a 75-page document. I mean, do you realize how long it takes to type 75 pages? Somebody out there, $5 an hour, somebody out there is doing it for about 25 cents an hour. Well, it's, I mean, auto it's automated and then they're proofing it, right? Right. Still, somebody out there isn't getting paid. For that, 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 you're right. That's the, the whole gig economy 
is like, yeah, I got a good second job. Like, you, you know what? If we had actually a decent, a decent, just world, you wouldn't need a second job. Right. You'd have three days off a week. And be living in Southeast Asia, high on the fat. No, I mean, that, <laughs> then you'd have five days off a week. <laughs> Hiding in a wanted hut. Okay, folks. Again, send us all your hate to info at thehatenapkin.com. That's info at thehatenapkin.com. Today we hated talk show hosts who interrupt. You see what I did there? I let you come in. We also hated uh, bad house guests. And, and just don't even ask. Our, our public service announcement is just if you if you got nowhere to go, find a decent bridge, folks. Find a decent bridge. Uh, we also are we are sick and tired of uh, uh, the, the, we are sick and tired of being exhausted by the gig economy. And we, we really, at the same time, uh, don't like people who use plastic utensils in the home and then just toss them. I mean, you know, just use, use the forks, the spoons, the sporks, the knives, you know, that you got and wash them. Um, what else did we hate? Is that it? I'm pretty worn out. Oh, but we oh, but we also love oh, and one last sponsor that would be Doctor Vasquez uh, for all of your over the border wall periodontic needs in what city? Matamoros, Mexico. Matamoros, Mexico. All right, I think we completed our impossible mission. Deep down, I can tell you're going to say something, Polly, but I will interrupt you because I am closing this show out the way I want to. Just, I'm still thinking we need to talk about tube tops in Walmart. I'm, That's for the webinar. I'm amazed no, that no, you did it. You're able. No, Eric oh was able God. to interrupt himself. Like I've never seen. He's doing a perfect closing, and I had, he's able to interrupt himself. That was. I had so amazing. much pent up, non-interrupting, throughout the entire show. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you again for following us deep inside. The Anals of Pain!